0: And your host for Yankees on the Prem. On today's episode, we will recap Match Week 37, offer our take on the FA Cup Final, discuss the race for top four, offer predictions for who will be relegated, and lastly, hold our very own Guard of Honor for Shady and Liverpool. Uh, before I start, I also want to mention that uh, Jonathan couldn't be with us today. He's, uh, he's with his family, so he'll be missing out on the Guard of Honor. He's a lucky man. <laughs> None of us want to go through that. Now, kicking off match week 37 was the game between Norwich and Burnley. Uh, Norwich lose 2-0. Pretty insignificant result. Uh, three points for Burnley. Good result for them. Bournemouth lose to Southampton 2-0, as it looks increasingly likely that Bournemouth will go down. Tottenham uh, smashed Leicester 3-0. A brace from Harry Kane. Uh, just Brendan Rodgers' men looked, uh, looked bad. Uh, they Their back line was missing... Uh, three out of the four starters, uh, which seems to be an issue and maybe something that Leicester can address in the transfer market. Uh, also Sheffield lose to Everton 1-0, a goal from Richardson is the difference, Brighton draw with Newcastle 0-0, Wolves beat Crystal Palace 2-0, Watford, uh, their first game without their manager Nigel Pearson, he was sacked, uh, shocking, a shocking decision from the board, but it was done nonetheless. Watford lost 4-0 against Manchester City at home. Uh, Villa, probably the biggest surprise all week. Villa beat Arsenal 1-0. Arsenal on um, coming back from back-to-back victories against the top two sides in the country. Uh, they had beaten Manchester City in the FA Cup and they beat Liverpool in the league. And they lose to, in typical Arsenal fashion, they <laughs> lose to relegation candidates. Villa 1-0. Man U tied with West Ham 1-1. a kind of silly penalty given away by Paul Pogba uh, where it's a free kick taken and it's gonna hit him in the face and he puts his hands up and I mean it happens it's a human reaction but really a silly penalty to give away when there's a lot at stake and the teenage wonder Greenwood uh, ties it up for Man U and then a thrilling match Uh, Liverpool at Anfield beat Chelsea 5-3 it was an exciting match, uh, fantastic match from, fantastic game from Pulisic, uh, who came off the bench for a goal and an assist. <laughs> yes, Shady. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Shady's a bit excited because you know they had the presentation and and uh, it, was a, it was a heated affair, especially between Lampard and Jurgen Klopp. As I'm sure all of you have seen the headlines, a lot of cursing going on in the sidelines. Uh, Lampard accusing. Jurgen Klopp of being arrogant or whatever that is, but we try to stick to what happened on the pitch. Now, for the talking points, we're going to pick up where we originally started on our last episode, which was the um, semi-final match between uh, Manchester City and Arsenal, in which I gave Arteta a lot of praise. Uh, although Frank, Shady, and Jonathan felt like I should have been more critical of Manchester City, I still think Arteta did a fantastic job. And So we're here talking about now Chelsea and Manchester United uh, Chelsea beat Manchester United, which was hilarious because I'm really the only one who actually Said it it could happen, but even I admitted it was awfully unlikely uh, and You know commentators were saying that everyone betting on this game was betting on an all Manchester final and instead We're having an all London affair at Wembley so guys um, what do you make of that game? Uh, there's a there's an awful lot to talk about because uh, both managers changed formations, had questionable lineups, uh, such as Willy Caballero starting in goal, and then Olegon Solskjaer starting De Gea, where people feel Sergio Romero should have started. Um, just a change in formation, managers second guessing each other. Uh, it all really paid off pretty well for Chelsea, but I'm sure Manchester United fans will feel disappointed, and I'm sure they feel that. Or rather, it looks like a lot of the blame has to be put on Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. So, uh, Frank, I want to hear from you first. Frank, what are your thoughts on the game?
1: Well, just from the get-go, as soon as the match started, as soon as the lineups were put out, you could tell that Man United weren't going to do well. Half the team was different. Uh, There were a lot of changes. Um, I don't really think people were really talking about De Gea not being in goal. I know Romero's usually in the Cups, but when it comes down to the Finals, they usually put De Gea in goal. That's something that's been happening for a few years now. I think the biggest issue was the fact that there were so many changes in the midfield and it's obvious that Man United is lacking depth and they don't have enough quality if it isn't their starting uh, 11. Uh, that's just pretty obvious. Uh, you can see the same thing that replicated in itself in the game with West Ham. Whenever Bruno or Pogba aren't playing, it's just there's, there's nothing going on. It looks like Man United, of the, of the se- when the season started, they look slow. They don't look like they know what they're doing and you can't tell if any chances are ever going to happen.
2: So I watched the game uh, between United and Chelsea, and we we were all in the group chat. We were talking about it too, on how the formation wasn't great. You know, the players they put out weren't ideal. Uh, I really don't think that was the case. I think like, yeah, the formation was different, but man, you still have enough quality on the team to where they should be beating Chelsea. No, pretty, they don't. pretty. They really. Pr- don't. They, they should really be beating Chelsea. Pretty.
1: Oh, Pretty easily. Chelsea team. is not... A- you think And Ferreira and Jesse Lingard are, are good enough as Chelsea's first team?
0: Well, I also want well, to... We, so. we talk about the starting lineup, and and let's not forget Fred started over Paul Pogba. And I did expect a little bit more from Fred. He was awfully quiet. Oh, uh, okay. He hasn't been so, great this entire So
2: my point, is, my point is, you didn't lose because of your lineup. You lost because De Gea cannot make a save anymore. That does not involve his legs. Okay?
1: He- I think it's quite the contrary, though. I mean, like, I think the the save should have been with his arms he's he hasn't really used his legs in the last few months
2: and he hasn't been he hasn't been playing well the last few months maybe even years people might even say okay two years and i don't think romero is the answer okay you can't see you can't say a goalie who never ever plays is the reason why De hey should be benched you know uh shady so
0: But, but we're not saying we're not saying romero is the answer i think we're just saying that it's a cup match and uh, Lampard stuck to his gun, stuck to his philosophy, and played Willie Caballero. It could have something very similar could have happened on Chelsea's end if Kepa had started.
2: I, I don't no. I don't think that's the argument that should be had here. I think the argument that should be had is De Gea has been very poor, like Roy Keane said a while ago, for months now, and no one's addressing the situation. Everyone just keeps, keeps giving goodbyes. He's literally living off his past success, and that's the problem, right? Manu obviously did not, did not play the strongest eleven. But I also think a lot of fault has to fall on the defense and De Gea like it always does. The issue is, I said a couple weeks ago on this podcast that Man U have just beat a bunch of no-name, mid-table, lower-end teams. And we were ready to crown the champions of next season. They have not showed us or me or anyone else that they have the quality or the managerial knowledge to do well next year it doesn't make any sense shady right. shady.
0: before you get carried away uh frank i want to hear from you frank uh is ole gonna the kind of manager that would drop uh that would drop uh, david de Gea to make a point
1: i think he could i the biggest problem is who do you put in i know you could put in romero especially because he hasn't been playing the cup matches but De has done more than Romero has, and it, Shady's right. I mean, you can't just put a goalkeeper who only plays the cup matches, expecting that every single time he performs, he's going to do well. You have to go with the goalkeeper that's usually doing well. I mean, look, you know, he could talk a lot about the hair and don't get me wrong. I think, I think his time is up. He, it's, it's starting to remind him of Joe Hart and Joe Hart's decline. But um we still have, he still has over uh, 12 clean sheets. I mean, sorry, he has 12 clean sheets, not over 10. He has 12. Oh, it's clean it's sheets more than Kepa
0: Rizabalaga, re- so. Um, but that's that's okay. what
1: it comes down to. I know there's a lot of mistakes that really come down to De Gea's part, but it's like that's besides the point that he's not doing well. That's that's not the only issue. So, his so team. Frank, my, my, t- my, t- my
2: team, my team, my team, my problem with De Gea is that he's extremely inconsistent. Okay, I remember watching De Gea two or three years ago, knowing that they no team will probably. So I used to dread for Liverpool playing Man United because De Gea was gonna have three or four matrix saves, and we were gonna tie the game or lose it. Right. Okay, yeah. now if a if a shot is flying top ninety. He'll either save it or he'll smack off his hand to go go in. It doesn't make any sense. All right, I don't understand no, what is going exactly, on with him.
1: It's exactly the opposite. He'll save the top 90 shots, but he'll let the other one slip underneath his foot.
2: No, bone. sorry, that's what I meant. But like, the, my problem is the inconsistency. All right, I don't really see. I don't see how he gets better. Um, I I kind of reminds me of Pepe Reina when he when he was when he started leaving Liverpool. Like he was still good with, good with his feet, but the saves are so inconsistent that. Some of the most ridiculous shots were going in and they were costing us games.
1: I think you could say he's consistently inconsistent. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It's 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 actually really sad because he he was one of the best players in the world, but I think the big moments are getting to him now. I mean, one example that's always gonna be in my mind is do you guys remember when Spain played Portugal in the World Cup? And I think Spain had a two nil lead. I don't remember the exact score. And then Ronaldo. It no, yeah, still- ended
0: the three three. Yeah, I know game Ronaldo just, Ronaldo yeah. just took a
2: trash yeah. shot. Yeah, and fucking De Gea just, it just does not well, save it. It doesn't I, make any I, sense. I wouldn't say it's a trash shot,
0: but I do remember Jose Mourinho uh, being asked quite often about David de Gea's form, especially because he had just had a bad World Cup, and Jose Mourinho would have to defend him. And this is twenty eighteen we're talking about. Yeah, this goes back
2: years. Yeah, yeah, which is what I was
0: referring to, Frank. That some people might say the health form has been questionable over the 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 past couple of years. Not just the problem
2: I have right now is to you had asked if Scholzire will actually drop him. Solskjaer does not have the balls that, to drop yeah, which, David De Gea. Which is what okay? I was getting
1: at as well. He, he sat Pogba on the bench a few times.
2: He sat Pogba. Pogba just came back from an injury layoff, and he's not 100% fit. I, I De Gea will never, ever I, be dropped I, I, I by think, Solskjaer. Yeah,
0: I don't think Solskjaer sat Pogba because he I had. A, he was think trying to make it it's not as easy as saying,
1: can you, can you drop him if there's no one... You know, remotely good enough to replace. Him. I
0: mean, but but me, Lampard, let, let Lampard me, does no, no, it. Lampard no, no, no. does it with Willy Caballero. Willy Caballero. I'll, get, I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you an example. Play senior players.
2: You know. Okay, I'll give you. No, I'll give you a better. I'll give you a better example than Willie Caballero and Kepp. When Salah this year was playing poorly, he was dropped multiple times by Jurgen Klopp. Okay, until he fixed his form up. Until he started passing the ball more. Until he started finishing his shots. Okay, that is a manager with a backbone. You do not have that with Solskjaer. Yeah, Solskjaer I mean, is I mean, yeah, playing okay, the, so. the the traditional. FIFA method: play your best players in some amount and put exactly. in your your fast players in the second half. All right, he does not know what he is uh, doing. I'm
0: not, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure how. Like, I think he's out of his depth. But, but Frank, um, before bro, we're gonna end the con- the menu conversation, in just a second, Frank, uh, the who's who's Manchester United starting goalkeeper next season?
1: I mean, are you asking me who I think is gonna be starting, or are you asking me who I th- who I would rather have started? Who do
0: you think, as a Manchester United fan? You follow the club. Who do you think... What is your general impression? Who do you think is going to be starting like next season? They're still going to be there. They're not going to
1: sell him. No club is going to buy him. He's getting paid 400,000 pounds, 400, pounds he, a week.
0: And, and what of Dean Henderson?
1: I mean, the, the question is who's going to start. And the answer is that he's still going to start. He's probably going to get loaned out again.
0: You think I mean, Dean Henderson want, will get loaned out again? Definitely. Oh, you sound pretty confident. Okay. and uh, yeah, Definitely. Okay. Okay, guys, so we, we're talking a lot about Manchester United, but and we're critiquing them, right? Critiquing them?
2: Well, I, can I just say one thing before we switch topics? Sure, sure, yeah. Uh, you had asked Frank who's going to start next year. Uh-huh. Um, I think De Gea still starts. I don't think Solskjaer... So you agree make, with Frank? I, I mean, I don't really see how you drop him. I don't really see how you sell him either. Who's in a, who, who in the world can you're buy gonna him? You're
1: not going to have 400,000 pounds sitting on the bench.
2: Exactly. I mean, you are not. I mean, you just can't. I mean, and you can't sell him. Who who will buy it? Real Madrid have Courtois. Atletico Madrid have their goalie. He's the not going to go back to Atletico.
1: Go is the PSG.
0: He might, yeah, he might end up in in Paris or Italy. But that's or... not going to happen. But no,
2: it, no Italian teams on. have money. Okay, AC Milan have uh, Donnarumma. Uh, Inter Milan have Hendenovic. Juventus have uh, Chesney and Buffon. You're not going to. Hey, there's no av- there's no available area for him to go. So Manuel just tied down with this expensive messer now until he fixes. He has the talent. He's always had the talent. He's not even. He, I think he's still. He's still pretty young. I think he's like twenty nine, or maybe just hitting thirty. Like, he is not. He should not be dealing with yeah, this he, right no, now. No, no, he's definitely
0: young for okay. goalkeeper standards. But. He
2: should not be dealing with it. I, and I don't know what the problem is, but he keeps he's losing also concentration.
0: Also been since
2: he was twenty two. Bro, I mean, goalkeeper. I still think. Playing eight years straight or nine years straight, you know, it's not that big. Cause he has played, and he was thirty-five before he started declining. Mm, so
0: maybe, but but my point was that the one I wasn't really gonna switch topics too much. I was just wondering, we've been so critical of Manchester United, and and I don't say this as a Chelsea fan. I say this as like try, to try to get the conversation moving. Uh, Do Chelsea deserve any praise for what they did in that semifinal, or did Manchester United just self-destruct and Chelsea took advantage?
1: it's a little bit of both to be honest
0: yeah so you don't think i
1: mean don't get me wrong i think chelsea played uh decently it wasn't their best performance um i think man united really couldn't hold it together so so you don't
0: think lampard got it right with the back three and 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 alonso at wing back and and... i
2: i i i don't i don't think i mean obviously that made a difference but i don't think man united did themselves any favors with the lineup uh attacking wise Uh, obviously it wasn't a horrible lineup but it wasn't their best lineup and they didn't really test the, the center backs. Um, I mean, it just you just have to look at the the score. I mean, 3-1. Chelsea have been giving up goals like it's nothing, you know? How do you score one goal? And it was a penalty, I think, well, by Fernandez. Well, so Yeah, it was
0: a clumsy chance from Callum hudson door So um, it's just um, like, Anthony Marchel, you you, di-
2: you didn't make the... you, you They had Willy Caballero on goal, and you didn't test the three center backs they had. And Alonso isn't a good defender either, so... But, what are you doing? You know,
0: but their substitutions didn't make much of an impact. If, if, if I may be honest, I think I think, I think not... subs are
2: more difficult to come in and make a difference in a cup game. Uh, it's just like when, when, when you're down, you know, two or three nil. At that point, what are you really? You know, you're not coming back from that, it's, especially with Man United's history. You don't, you don't have the firepower or the willpower or the hit or the actual mindset that you can come back from a large deficits.
0: Right. Okay, but, but really quickly, guys, because we have to move on from the FA Cup. Uh, who who is uh who's who's winning the FA Cup? Who's lifting it at, at, in a week's time? Oh, week, yeah, in about a week's time, who's lifting it?
1: I just think both teams are so inconsistent; it's hard to call. <laughs> I agree. Uh, which, I uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Arsenal. Arsenal has the better firepower. Which team's defense is more sloppy? It really depends on how they feel that day. It
2: probably it probably also is Arsenal though. I
0: think I think, uh, I think Chelsea have more goals in them. If I'm honest. But Olivier uh, Giroud's in form. I don't see who scores goals in Arsenal besides yeah, that, Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. And that's like, is that
1: Lampard wanting to play Giroud? Because we've had this whole thing going on through the entire. No, season no, season.
2: Giroud. Giroud is playing. Giroud is playing.
1: He has to. I mean, he, point, he, he, he scored to he too many goals. Himself, yeah, he but, scored
2: too many goals to not play.
1: But, I mean, I don't want to sound so critical, but Lampard's been so arrogant to the fact that he's just trying to sit all his senior players down.
0: Uh, Frank,
2: Frank, you're going to get me
0: started. I agree with you 100,000%, but we're not talking about that, at least not now. At least I'm not on today's right. episode, I, but I do I, agree 100% with that. I mean, uh, a- arrogant and naive and just disrespectful. And You know
2: you know when you're trying too hard to outsmart the opponent and you just look like a clown? That's what Lampard's been going through real, lately. So, Perhaps. I mean, you, ca- I mean, you can man. see from the Pulisic... From the belich- uh against Liverpool like he should start the game
0: No, Pulisic had uh, well, actually we'll talk about that. Let's talk about bro, that right now. Bro, bro,
2: if you could come off the bench and play, you can start the game. Nah, okay? Nah, yes you can. It. Okay Yes you can.
0: All right guys, so we're actually going to switch topics now because this ties in great for the for race for top 4. Um Chelsea lost 5-3 against Liverpool as I said before, Leicester lost 3-0 against Tottenham, and United drew 1-1 with West Ham. We have to cover a bunch of possible scenarios for the last for the, uh, for the last day, last games of the season, where Chelsea play Wolverhampton, uh, Leicester and Manchester United are playing against each other, um, so uh, before we get into that Chelsea-Liverpool game, guys, i got to ask this again, and I'm sure we're probably going to say the same thing, i got a feeling you guys are going to say Leicester aren't going to make it, but Leicester have a decent chance of making it into the top four, so uh, who do you guys see finishing? Who do you guys see missing out on Champions League? Out of the three clubs?
2: Okay, I'm being biased right now. Um, I I hope and pray every night that Chelsea miss out on the Champions League because <laughs> no, and it, I'm I'm I will I will admittedly say this. I am being a hater right now because I do not like Chelsea at all. I don't like the attitude of the team. I don't like Lampard. Especially after the, after the game the other day when he was you know attacking Klopp and Liverpool for for scoring you know and for a foul that they didn't, like the referee gave you know, um, I know it wasn't a foul, but like the okay. referee gave it. Okay, so, I so, think so, so Lampard should yell at the ref. I mean, no, I just think You're his arrogance.
1: Anybody'd
2: be I, ex- Bro, you are not in a That's position. Football, mate. Yeah, you are not in a position to be arguing calls. Okay especially when you've benefited from it too football works both ways you benefit from it and you and you and you and it goes against you too i don't know i feel I,
0: like i feel like manchester united and liverpool have, have like has been their best friends since, since look, this whole thing look if it wasn't VAR it'd be
1: the referee there's,
0: it's always going to be something yeah there's, there's always an excuse, all right oh, but why is it always for the same clubs chelsea have gotten
2: multiple calls this year I mean, as well no, so no
0: no, no. We've, we've been we've been on the receiving end i think smaller clubs tend to lose out when it goes to like these 50/50 the okay mistakes.
2: Let me let me, ask you, let me ask you a question. Okay, so the referee gave the free kick, right? Against against uh, against Kovacic on money, right? Wait,
0: let me ask you a question. All right, sure. No, it's not a question. It's more of a statement. We should have like a drinking game one of these days, where every time Shady says, "Let me ask you a question," and he's angry, we take a shot, and we'll see <laughs> just how, just if if you guys go back and listen to the podcast, every single Rob. time.
2: Every. No, it's it's not that I'm it's not that I'm angry. It's that I'm just disappointed in the situation, you know. We, we, we have, like, you played soccer growing up. We all played soccer growing up, all right? When a call is made by the referee, you just suck it up and you keep playing. You do. Okay? You don't look to blame everyone around you. You can argue for a minute or two with the actual referee, okay? But still, there's a game to be played after that, all okay? right? The free kick was given. Did it did did the referee allow the ball to go into the net or was it Kepa and his wall and Chelsea itself?
0: No, it was definitely Kepa. Was okay,
2: game. then so you go on with that's the mental that's the mental toughness when you see your coach on the sideline arguing calls in an empty stadium where everyone can now hear you. All right, you sound like a little bitch arguing with Jurgen Klopp, arguing with fucking Oxley Chamberlain on the bench. A and Adrian I, I, both laugh at you. I
0: think I think, you know? think Lampard didn't handle it. Gracefully,
2: and then he and then he still talked about it a day or two afterwards. Like, dude, it's over. the The referee did not put the ball in the nets. He, okay,
0: he, he must feel like he could have taken something out of that game if it had not been for that call. Going I really, him.
2: I really don't think so. I really think that that game was going to be a Liverpool win no matter what happens. Uh,
0: yeah, I understand because of circumstances, but you can't say Chelsea didn't fight back. It was four three. No, home they, point.
2: no, they, they did, they did. But I mean, back to the original point. I think, I, I hope Chelsea misses out. Mainly because i like to see Leicester in the Champions League. i like to see how Brendan Rodgers does. You want to see them do uh, nothing? Look, you swore by Brendan Rodgers, right? I know, swore. I, I love
0: Brendan Rodgers. I'll you give swore. my answer in just a moment.
2: And next year, when we're doing this podcast, I'm going to tell you, when they crash out with zero points in the group stage, you know, <laughs> exactly the kind of manager he is. He is not a top-tier manager, but I'd love to see him try again, okay? He didn't do it for Liverpool. He definitely did not do it for Celtic. He got... He got destroyed, I remember his first game, by Barcelona, like 7-1 or 6-0. Something crazy. Yeah, he is not a European pedigree manager. And I just want to see him in the Champions League to prove a point that he does not have what it takes. Wow. Okay? And I think Man U and Leicester tie, and I really hope Wolves beat Chelsea.
0: Okay. Uh, okay, Frank, your thoughts? I think
1: there's too many ifs on that situation. I think Chelsea have a better chance of going through than either Leicester or Man United, just because there's too many caveats. But, uh...
2: If Leicester be united, united, are United out?
1: Leicester, uh, yeah. The only and way they can side is through the Europa League, which is still yet to be decided. But both Wolves are and Man United are in the Europa League right now.
2: Mm, okay.
0: Well, it, it's. I mean, it's. So, so you think Chelsea and Manchester United will make it through?
1: If Manchester United actually put out their top 11, then they will go. I
0: mean, they have to. I mean, and what makes you think they won't, Frank? What else have they got to fight for?
1: (laughs) I mean, it really depends on whether or not. The biggest issue I've seen, especially in the West Ham game, besides, you know, obvious tiredness, is that the left back, Brandon Williams, has been absolutely poor. Okay. So poor. Where's Luke Shaw? He's
0: injured. Really? So I'm going to offer my take. Uh, I think it's too early to call. And and I don't see how Bro, Chelsea... they play
2: on Sunday. What do you mean too early to call? I mean, one day...
0: I mean it's just too it's just too, <laughs> too close to call. Too close to call. Yeah, excuse oh, okay. me. Um I, I don't I don't see how Chelsea can properly deal with Adama Traore and Raul Jimenez. I, I just don't see how especially without Angola Conte, I don't think he'll be fit for that game. I d I don't I mean, see I know what... what
1: you mean. I just don't think Chelsea have provided enough defense through the entire season. It's really your attacking line that's kinda of doing all the work.
0: That's right. Pul- and so, Pulisic and so, needs to
2: have a great game. I, I
0: think. I think Chelsea needs to approach that Wolves game. I think Lampard has no other choice other than to literally just hope Chelsea score more goals than Wolverhampton because like, he can't defend the club. The team can't defend. So.
2: But, but you also got to remember, Wolves aren't a free scoring team. Wolves, you know, they they tie, they buckle it down at one or 2 nil or one two one or you know three two. They're not. Uh, they're not like uh, Liverpool or Man City free scoring. They're. Yeah,
0: yeah, but they're playing against a clown defense. <laughs>
2: I still think there's enough quality to hold uh, Wolves down to a goal or two. It just comes down to Pulisic, Giroud, and William if they show up or not.
0: Uh, no, no
2: I, I agree. I think maybe Rudiger and Zuma is probably the way to go. I think you
1: guys have like such a world-class player in your team, and I think all teams should uh, at least acknowledge the fact that Pulisic has been amazing.
2: No, he is. He he's overrated. Frank. 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 Actually, our, 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 Frank our
0: our listeners, which I think are mostly American, you know, they they might like to hear that, but I'm not sure how they think, how they feel about. Uh, Pulisic in the UK you know I I see ESPN talks an awful lot about him and and (laughs) everyone's like annoyed Uh, so are you are you suggesting that maybe Pulisic might win the Ballon (laughs) d'Or
1: I think he's too good for a club like Chelsea right now oh
0: my god wow that hurt
2: he is you know you know know what I think he is I think he's I think that's a Luis Suarez effect when Luis Suarez first came to Liverpool he was much better than everyone else on the team Chelsea have to do him a solid and get the players around him so they can all excel well
0: I mean there's the possibility of Kai Havertz which Leroy Sané mentioned in a well, press conference uh, yeah, let's, also, let's also not forget that Chelsea are strengthening already. Yeah, they have Timo Werner. No, yeah, no.
2: Yeah. I, I, look, Zeke, I like Ziyech. I think he's a little overrated, but I think he's, I think he would be a good player. Werner is a good player. If you get Kai Havertz as a good player with N'Golo Conte behind him, you have a good lineup with Pulisic to he plays. But um, my only issue with that kind of lineup is it's kind of small and it's kind of flimsy. You don't have the... You know, the big strong midfielders, you don't have like the, the big hold player, yeah. So, I, I, I think st-
0: I'm still waiting for Ross Barkley to fulfill his potential for like 10 years now. He's only like 25, <laughs> like the English no, media made it no, seem he, like no, that... he's
2: he was done. He's done. I, I think he's a very uh average English player, he just gets hyped up because he's English. And oh, yeah, he was definitely. he was a, he was the next coming of Wayne Rooney when he played for Everton, and he just never never filled that potential. potential. I, I, a lot. I used to love Ross Barkley. I'm a Liverpool fan. I hated Everton, and I thought Ross Barkley was a was a fucking god. And he just never he never kicked on. So,
0: right, yeah. So, uh, I'm, I'm just gonna give my thoughts on. Uh, yeah, as I was saying, uh, I'm not sure how Chelsea will deal with Wolves. It is too close to call. I'm not sure which part of Leicester's gonna which side of Leicester is gonna show up against that Man United match. But uh, I, I would imagine Man United are gonna handle the pressure a lot better than Leicester City, and so. If Manchester United will beat Leicester, then it doesn't really matter what happens uh, with the Chelsea and Wolverhampton game. So I'll say that Leicester are left out and, I think, and Manchester United are going to
2: make it. I think Leicester are going to, you know, go against what they usually do, uh, free-flowing attacking. I think they're going to sit back really deep and try to hit Man United on the counter and, you know, steal a goal from Vardy. So it won't be a high-scoring game. It'll probably be a 1-0 or a 2-1. Uh, I don't know in whose favor, but I think Leicester is going to sit back and, you know, soak up pressure and hopefully try to steal one.
0: I, I mean I I could I could see that but I'm I'm not sure uh, with the likes of Wes Morgan and no disrespect to him I think he's a great center half but you know Wes is Morgan, he still on the team Yeah he started against Spurs and and you know he had he, he had a one positive where he you know he was jockeying Harry Kane and blocked the shot but he just doesn't look like he's ready to he's he's not he can't play at the top level anymore it's, it's pretty obvious actually
2: Okay and, but, I mean we'll see.
0: Uh, yeah, so there's that. Uh, the next thing on the agenda is actually we are we're gonna discuss now um, the relegation battle. <laughs> so Watford play Arsenal, and I just want to reiterate they sack they sacked Nigel Pearson. Uh, Villa play West Ham, Bournemouth play Everton. How do you rate their chances for survival? Bournemouth need to win, and they need Villa and they need Villa and Watford to lose, right? They have 31 points, Villa and Watford have 34, Villa are ahead of them on goal difference Villa needs to match the result Whatever happens with Watford, they need to match the result If Watford win, they need to win If Watford draw, they need to draw If Watford lose, it doesn't matter what happens, they can lose So, what's what, what's going on guys? I mean, I didn't think I didn't think Villa were going to make it out of it So, here we are uh, uh, We have no clue what's going to happen on the last day
2: um I think Villa've been really really good the past couple of weeks. They managed to steal the points against uh Wolves with that last-minute penalty. They were um they were close a couple of times to getting all three points. Uh I think they had a couple of draws. I don't remember I don't remember I guess who exactly, but they they've been playing well. Watford I, I don't I don't I don't think they're uh they're they're going to make it. Um they play Arsenal. They sacked Nigel Pearson. Um they literally ruined their goal difference against Manchester City, you know, it's okay to lose that game, you know, you know, you're playing Arsenal, the last game of the season, but do not let four goals go past you, okay, do not get that minus four on your goal difference, especially when it's so close.
0: Manchester City are one of the highest scoring sides in Europe, maybe the highest scoring team in Europe. I think you can still, I could,
2: I think, I think you could still play 10 at the back and, you know, try to, try to, try, no, I, seriously though, I, I don't think you, it's okay to lose, okay, it's okay to lose that game because, you know, it's Manchester City, but do not lose 4-0. Do, do not give. Do, do, you get, you think do Watford, not give up.
0: Do you think Watford had that kind of mental fortitude? Where well, I think I think if if,
2: if you don't if you don't have it right now, then you're going down. Okay, it's not about what you like. It's not about what you don't like. It's it's about getting a result, getting a favorable result. Okay, a loss is not the end of the world, but do not lose by four goals. Well, okay, that, lose two nil, lose two one, lose three one. Do not lose four zip. Well, that four 0 loss might just be the end of the world but the end of their time in the Premier League (laughs) I mean that's the S in the the world though like teams that go down struggle financially for a while until they find themselves back up there um I think Watford is done I think Villa stays up West Ham have nothing to play for they got the point against United Villa will just do their best to see at the win Bournemouth Everton a good team I don't think Everton will let them get the dub but even at that point Villa will do enough to stay up I think Watford Norwich and Bournemouth all go down I, I think
0: Ancelotti's men have have a lot more to play for than Bournemouth. I think mm-hmm. they don't. They will not want to
2: lose that game. The Toffees you think will Everton not. Everton
1: have more to play with, play to play for than Bournemouth. I do. I
2: I, I th- think, I, think I I think Everton they're want to finish done. the season strong. I think Everton want to finish the season strong. Yeah,
0: I think they want the three points. I don't think they want any kind of criticism. I think they want to prove I think a point. land. I, mean, I think someone's. I think,
2: sorry, I think, I think someone said a couple of years ago that, the way you close out your season is the way you start out your next season. Okay, you want to finish the season strong, have positive energy in the team, have positive energy in the locker room, and go into the next year with the good mentality. You don't want to end the season on a loss because that's the first result that you're going to see when you open up for the next season. Yeah. So I think Ever- Everton won the last game 1-0 against... Uh, it's, it's, who was it? Who did they play? Uh, I
0: for- I Sorry, I forgot.
2: Let me check. Let me current- Well, Ever- Everton won 1-0. Richarlison scored the goal, right? Yeah. I okay. think... I think they win this game. You Sheffield, know, you want to, yeah, you know, They beat a good team. You know, they want They want to. You want to finish as high as possible. I don't know. I don't know the point difference right now that they can top anybody. They can't leapfrog anybody. But you don't. But if they lose, you know, they, they go down to twelfth, and you kind of want to finish as high as possible and leave finish the finish to the good results. I think Bournemouth are now victims of that. They did not do well the past couple weeks. They they should have at least got a point for the Manchester City game. I know it sounds crazy to say, but they played really really well, especially towards the ends. Um, I think yeah. I'm. Look, people are hyping up the the relegation, uh, relegation Sunday, and I think it's pretty much decided unless something insane happens, where well, Arsenal lose to Watford, which also, by the way, Watford and Arsenal do not have a good relationship. They have very very bad blood. It, go, it stems down to when a couple years ago when Troy Deeney called them babies, and I think Arsenal I r- I will relish. I think also relished the moment of sending Watford down and sending Troy Zini down with them. So yep. I don't think Watford has a shot. Sorry, Frank, interrupted. I don't know what uh, I didn't mean to do that. But uh, go ahead with your points.
1: Everton can't go above anybody. They could only go down by one place, which is probably a very minuscule difference in any of their salaries. To be honest, I don't think it matters to them anymore. I think they're happy to stay in the league. I think they're gonna prepare themselves for next season. There's no reason to injure yourself when this, the leagues might be starting in four weeks again.
2: Yeah, it's
0: 50 days. Yeah, it's a, it's a very short. Uh, oh,
2: okay. six weeks. Six weeks. So, yeah, so, six, seven weeks.
0: Um, I, I'm, I'm not. I, I see. Uh, yeah. I don't think there's much to say. I think Watford, Bournemouth, and Norwich are the ones going down. Uh, which is. I
2: think Watford fucked up their entire season during the restart, they were in a good spot to stay up and they just fucked it all up. They had a horrible result after horrible result and they deserve to go down. You do you blame Nigel Pearson for that? I blame uh, well, You can't blame I, Nigel look, Pearson if you can't I, yeah.
0: started turning results
1: around. It's really the board's yeah. fault if they want to keep sacking managers after manager. No, I agree. You, I agree.
2: you don't just, sa- you first of all you don't sa- you don't you don't sack your manager two games left the season. Alright, let him finish it out. You're not get- yeah. what difference will the assistant coach make? as opposed to him at this point. You're playing also Man City anyway. Keep stability. Do not mix it up. I know you want to get that boost, you know, that boost of the the managerial bump, like, well, I change a manager, the team's going to get motivated, this and that, but do not risk it. I mean, you don't know if he would have... Yeah. You don't know if he would have... Um, Th- three times
0: in one season is a bit too much, and I'm sure yeah. the players are, are distressed. No I mean, you, you, yeah. don't
2: know if, you don't know if Nigel Pearson would have won those last two games or had any kind of difference, but... You didn't even give them the chance to try to fix the situation. I think that's uh, the problem with Watford. I I
0: think what the Watford board were thinking is that uh, they were following Leicester's footsteps. I think it was nine months after they sacked Nigel Pearson, Uh, Leicester were champions of the Premier League, so maybe that's what Watford are betting on.
2: (laughs) Yeah, Watford trying to get that forty, that seventy point swing.
0: (laughs) But uh, so yeah, for for the relegation battle, I've given my thoughts. We're gonna move on. Next topic, guys. uh, We're gonna Shady You'll have your Guard of Honor shortly
2: yeah um, baby uh
0: let's first talk about some biggest the biggest headline of today probably is uh jordan henderson player of the year uh and guys so i'm just gonna read this quote off guardiola really quick uh so so shady hold your thoughts for that until i finish uh he said when we won those premier leagues it was won by a liverpool player when liverpool win the premier league i'm pretty sure the win player of the season this award is always for Liverpool. Shady, you said Sup? it. You said a Liverpool player has to win player of the season. We had this conversation maybe two or three episodes ago. And you said it might even be Jordan Henderson.
2: Oh, I said it was going to be Jordan Henderson, so credit me that, baby. Oh. ESPN, if y'all hired him, I'm available, all right? <laughs> we have an expert
0: <laughs> panelist.
2: <laughs> okay, so listen. All right, so Guardiola says when they won the Premier League, Liverpool player won the, won the Player of the Season. When they won the Premier League, okay, the first year Klopp was back in, Salah had Salah had thirty one goals that season or thirty two goals that season. That is the most goals scored ever by a player in the Premier League, more than Cristiano Ronaldo, more than Alice Sheer, more than Wayne Rooney, more than Robin van Persie, more than Thierry Henry. Okay, Th- he had the most goals in a single season, in his first season at Liverpool. So he actually had to win it. Okay, the second time, Man City won the Premier League. Virgil van Dijk, one player of the season. Van Dijk was a game changer for Liverpool. You know, Liverpool went from having a atrocious defensive record, I think giving a so, 50 so shady, plus goals. So shady.
0: What happens if Kevin De Bruyne breaks the assist record that Riyad on reset with 20 assists? Should, does he deserve really to he, he
2: he won't break that record one. Two I think De Bruyne is a victim. I think De Bruyne is a victim of the talent at Manchester City. I told you today we were in the group chat when you were when you were bashing Jordan Henderson, which is unacceptable in my eyes. Um, <laughs> well, there, you're a there Liverpool were, fan. There, there, no, no, no. That's, there will your, be, that's your skipper. No, there will be no Jordan Henderson slander on this podcast, or so, or I will I will die on this hill. Okay. What's, uh, like, what's
0: like Jordan Henderson's top
2: speed? Like like what's it? I mean, he's faster than uh, Alexander Arnold, by the way. Wait, if, is
0: he, like, like, is he slightly faster than Jorginho? Is that it? Is that is that his claim to fame? Is that why the,
2: fa- the fact that you just compared those two <laughs> players is disrespectful? And I think, and sir, I think you should apologize right now to Mr. Jordan Henderson. <laughs> no, listen, 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 listen. listen. I think, Jordan uh, is a victim of Manchester City success, and I think he's a victim of the Manchester City uh, players. You know, when you have Riyad Mahrez, when you have uh, Raheem Sterling, when you have I'm Sergio sorry, Aguero. Sir, before you continue. Sure.
1: Uh, Andrew Cole and Alan Shearer scored 34 goals, so don't count them out.
2: In a, in a single Premier League season? In a single season, yes.
0: Thank you well, it. I mean, th- thank you for the fact-checking, Frank. I-, I don't think it takes away anything from Salah's fantastic, amazing season. Yeah, uh, but still, I feel like the argument, I, I still think a city, I think Guardiola has a bit of a point here, actually.
2: Uh, what was the argument? I'm sorry. Just, no, I, I, no, it's it, it's it's still Salah. So they had a forty. They had a forty-two matches. And by the way,
0: Frank Guardiola feels like uh, no matter the Player of the Year trophy will always go to a Liverpool player. And he he explains that when Manchester City won the Premier League, it went to a Liverpool player twice. It went to Salah and then Van Dijk. So he he's not surprised that it's gone to Jordan Henderson this year. He says that award is will always go to a Liverpool player. And I'm already I'm trying to make a case for Kevin De Bruyne.
2: Who, yeah. Look, Who's on, De, Bruyne, on De, Bruyne, De Bruyne is an amazing player, all right? He is an amazing player. Uh, but I think I really do think Jordan Henderson deserved it more than Kevin De Bruyne. The games that Henderson misses, Liverpool struggle, okay? He missed the Watford game when we lost three now. If, lo- if you look back, I think it was three or f- – no, like four or five years uh, ago. I,
0: I understand – Henderson is the glue that holds the club together, and he's not a flashy player. De Bruyne,
2: De Bruyne missed all of last year, and they finished in first place, by the way. Okay? They do <laughs> not necessarily think... need him. Oh Wow. Shady, that, that was... They don't. That, that was, they don't. No, they don't. That is wrong. David Silva's leaving the club. No. Okay, did he leave the club yet? Okay.
0: I, I can't believe you if De,
2: said that. If De Bruyne does De, not De, play De, this... De, okay, De, if De Bruyne does not play this season, they still finish second place.
0: De, De Bruyne cannot leave... Maybe, but De Bruyne can.
2: Maybe they finish third. De, no, they don't. No, they don't.
0: De Bruyne cannot leave the club.
2: He's, I'm not saying he's leaving. I'm saying. No, like, no. I'm
0: saying like. He can't, Man
2: City is not altered by if De Bruyne plays or not. He
0: starts in like almost any club. What club does he not start in? I don't say I'm like not,
2: I, That's not my point. I'm not arguing. I'm not arguing that De Bruyne does not enhance Metro City to the point that Henderson does. And if you're looking at it from that point of view, that that's is why an the. That's insane. No. Thing. It. It is not insane. There's a, there's a, there's literally an example of it last year. He did not play the whole year last year and they finished in second place in first place with 99 points.
0: Yeah, look, Shady, I I I don't think I'm going to meet you. I I don't I think you're crazy. I, I look, respectfully, De Bruyne, De, Bruyne,
2: De Bruyne is a top top 5 player in the world. I am not disagreeing with that point. The point I am trying to make is he is a victim of Manchester City's insanely talented squad, okay? You take De Bruyne out, you could put in Bernardo Silva and pretty much have the same production, okay? And that's not that's not a slight on Kevin De Bruyne. That's a slight on the talent the Manchester City has, okay? He does not he does not get the pre- if De Bruyne played for Liverpool, he would be the Ballon d'Or one. He would be the player of the year every year, okay? He is that kind of a player. He is just unfortunate he plays for a superstar team where he does not get appreciated like he should.
0: Okay. All right, I I, I I appreciate you not totally ripping De Bruyne and, and. No, I I
2: love De Bruyne. I wish he would come to Liverpool. I wish he would replace Wijnaldum in the midfield. I wish he would play for us. But Guardiola needs to understand that if Henderson does not play, Liverpool is not good. Okay, okay. I, and I, I I'm saying that as a blunt. Uh, uh, we have Salah, Mane, Firmino, Van Dijk. Liverpool is not the same team when Jordan Henderson is not playing. You cannot good say the argument.
1: same. What Very good that? argument today. Well, first, let's also explain that this is the uh, Football Writers Award for Player of the Year. It's not the PFA Player. Well, I mean, you, yeah, once PFA you got player. one, you
2: pretty much get the second one, but continue.
1: I mean, it's not guaranteed, but okay. But uh, secondly, um, if, if Salah was injured, there's nobody to back him up. If um, Mane is injured, there's nobody to really back him up. But you could have Jordan Henderson injured and have some sort of uh, midfielders come on. And make you know,
0: has, still have a great game. It's
2: it's it's not the same though. You could you could see it in the way they play. Yeah,
0: yeah I, 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 you I forgot the that. no, Frank. I forgot the exact statistic, but I actually I hate to say it, but I'm gonna have to agree with Shady here. I think Liverpool's record without Jordan Henderson was it's actually like really bad, like abysmal, yeah. like it's really he, really bad. He
2: needs to play. I look, dude, I was one of the guys, uh, like five or six years ago, like. Fuck Jordan Henderson, he's a piece of shit. He has no fucking talents. You know he can't do shits. Okay, he's living off Steven Gerrard's success. He's living off Luis Suarez. When he 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 he's the captain of Liverpool. He's the captain for a reason, right? He's not the most talented player on the team. That's Virgil van Dijk, that's Sadio Mane, that's Mohamed Salah. But he is so the he most important the, player on the that team. Support. He is. the Frank, he's a. Frank, Frank, <laughs> Frank,
0: you. Frank, you no, no. I'm sure. That, I'm sure. I'm sure. No. I'm sure he's a big player in the locker room.
2: Look, he is. Look, yeah, me, Frank, Frank, Frank. You and I, you, We have all played soccer, right? I think you understand the value of a leader. No, of, of a leader on the field. I think you need to have that that voice. And you have someone to lead you. You do, right? and Chelsea. Chelsea like, don't, don't, don't have that. I, and Chelsea, Chelsea do not have a hustling player in midfield. All right, you need to be able to face up a player with. Me, i How do I explain it? it's Like, no, <laughs> a no, no. No, no. I'm trying. I'm trying breather. to figure out. Like, I'm trying to figure out a good point. It's like. Paul Pogba, right? Paul, a couple years ago, Man United played Liverpool. Mm-hmm. I think I it was Pogba, No, listen, Paul Pogba a couple years ago when Liverpool played Man United. Okay, anytime he touched the ball, Henderson's right in his face. All right, for ninety minutes. The same cannot be said about Paul Pogba. Okay, there's a different, there's a different level of drive. There's a different level of tenacity that comes with Jordan Henderson that changes a game. You need someone in your face every game. He might not offer the crazy top 90 goals, the the 70 yard cross field passes like Trent Alexander Arnold, Steven Jarrett, But what he offers is. Determination and that that inspires your teammates first of all. If you see if you see what your captain, your leader, Shady, running around making Shady, tackles, he's
0: important to the club. But I think you're kind of stretching it
2: now. I'm not, I'm really not though. Yeah. I think he's the most employ- I think he's one of the top three most important players at Liverpool. I
0: I can see that. I think James Milner is also pretty important too. I, I but I mean I just don't. Think I mean, he's that, player of the that's year why material. that's
2: why that's why he's vice captain.
0: I, I just don't think he's player of the year material.
2: You and you think. Okay, so what what constitutes De Bruyne has of the year besides the besides the besides the, the assists.
0: contributions? assists? Yeah, well, you argue that Man City would not be in second if, if De Bruyne had left the club. If De Bruyne No, I, no the season. I I argue they would
2: be in second, by the way. Oh, you
0: would? excuse me. Yeah, I'm sorry, but I I argue that they would not. That's my
2: argument. That they So they but they won last year with De Bruyne out the whole year.
0: True. That's a fair argument. I don't really have a rebuttal for that. I just I I'm sure the assists were
1: coming from uh,
2: somewhere better else. Defense
1: last year too. That who? Let's, let's not forget they have a better
0: defense last year as well. Who?
2: who, who what's well, the I, difference? I, I, wait, 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 wait! What's the difference between last year and this year?
0: Uh, Emre Laporte was fit like all season last year.
2: He wasn't though. Most of it. He didn't miss most of it like I'm this. You're, sure. you're, ta- you're talking about Vince Company? Yeah. That that's the difference between between seven between between 25 points. Well, that's their Jordan Henderson. Shaved oh so now team? so now so now my argument makes sense, right? Oh my
0: god. So, so so wait.
2: So when one player who's really important team who's not most the most talented leaves the club, what? you get a twenty five point deduction, right? Uh, com- com- it's a,
0: company if company comes back to Manchester City, he's still their second best center back.
2: Okay, so 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 okay, that's not true, first of all. Um I think it is, to be honest. The company's not even playing for Anderlecht right now.
1: He's trying to become a manager.
2: He's a player manager, he's not even put himself in. <laughs> okay anyway. like, he's a coach he's All a right. play himself Sh- Sh- Shady, Shady I think I think it's about
0: time alright Shady if you just if you will just shut the fuck up for just about 30 seconds uh, I'm gonna put some music in here yeah you
2: better fucking put that
0: music on we're having Frank can you clap
2: <laughs> uh, can I Okay,
0: Frank you have to do it I know you're he, a United he, fan he,
2: he, he, can't, he can't he can't come to it Frank you have to that clap didn't clap I don't have to clap Frank I'll clap Frank. Frank.
0: I'll clap I'll clap I'll clap, yeah, I'll you, clap. clap you clap for yourself
2: Yes. Yo, why do you clap so obnoxiously, man? Who, do you clap? Did anyone ever teach you how to clap?
0: Uh, are you are you really complain about my whatever. I'm gonna let you have this moment. I'm gonna <laughs> let you have this moment. Congratulations, Shady. Your club uh, has had an amazing season.
2: Can I, can I say a couple words?
0: Uh, first, let me say a couple words. Frank will say. Frank, you're gonna say nice stuff, right? You have to. It's a good yeah. honor. Uh, I feel, yeah, I feel yeah. like I've
1: been saying nice things for a long time now.
0: All right. Well, you can continue to make some nice. Say it. Yeah, say, can, it. Right, I'm, I'm gonna say it. I'm um, going to say it. We were a bit harsh on Liverpool in the last episode uh, and maybe on this episode as well. But you guys are Premier League champions. Last season, you guys were Champions League champions. Uh, so, you know, Jurgen Klopp, has, I'm sure, has lifted the spirits up at, at Merseyside. And, and, you know, he's such a huge figure at the club. And you guys have this, this memorable team this important team, this talented team, and you guys won Player of the Year, your captain won Player of the Year. Uh, and, and you guys still come under criticism from time to time and, and always answer back. So congratulations to you, Shady. Congratulations to your club, Liverpool, for having such an amazing season. Uh, I'm going to pass it off to thank Frank you, thank you. Pa- Frank, words for, for our guard of honor for, for Shady.
2: Thank you. Thank you. We did we we great this year. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Uh, Frank, you're gonna you gonna I like me. I've
1: been, I feel like I've been uh, pretty unbiased against Liverpool the entire uh, time we've been through this podcast. Um, I, I, I've honestly and continuously said that they had the better season, the better squad, the better fitness, and I mean it proved to be important the way they trained. Um, it's high-intensity football for literally ninety minutes, and that's what separates them, and that's why they deserve a title. Uh, yeah. I don't think there's anything bad to say about them. Uh, they completely deserve it. All
2: right. Thank you guys. Uh, I know, I know Klopp and I worked hard this year, so. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I just want to say one thing. It's not even about Liverpool this, this season, this year. Um, I actually think we're in trouble for next year. Um, this, this is, this is a momentous occasion. Shady, you can say that. Look, no, 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 I think, I think, I mean, the season is obviously amazing, but we can't dwell on too much on it. Uh, I mean, you see in the past teams, you know, they struggled when they, uh, when they've won the league and they just didn't uh, upgrade the team. I think we we got news today that is probably gonna leave, Lalana's is leaving, Nathaniel Clyne is leaving. So I'm I'm a little concerned. Uh, I think Liverpool, I think Klopp has to get back on it. But it was a great season. Um, and I think, I mean, I didn't expect to win the league this year. I thought after last year we were gonna uh, have that have a huge dip in form. It's a great credit to Klopp and the boys, that they kept the the energy levels high, and you know had two straight like you know 90 90 98 plus point season so we'll see what happens next year i don't know i don't know if we repeat i, I really hope we do but it's going to be tough there's a target on our back now so we'll see what happens uh, hopefully we be reinforced i know Klopp doesn't want to you know break up the boys and you know add you know add something else but we'll see what happens
0: Right, and, and uh, I, I think this draws us to the end of our episode. And before I actually end it, Shade, do well, you want to say anything? Because you always cut me off whenever I try to end the episode. I
2: got two things to say. Okay. All right. Let's hear Oh, God. Okay. Uh, first, I want to shout out Jude Bellingham uh, oh, for getting his drink. <laughs> <laughs> For getting his jersey
0: retired, 44 games. Uh, uh, Birmingham, a joke of a club. He's talking about the championship for our listeners.
2: Birmingham. Yeah, he's uh, Birmingham City. Jude Bellingham had a great season. Uh, he actually didn't even finish the season, but he still got his number retired. That's a real OG <laughs> right there. Uh,
0: he signed for Dortmund. He's a 17-year-old, right?
2: A- uh, yeah, he's. Uh, I mean, look, think about Cristiano Ronaldo didn't even get his number retired, and we have Jude Bellingham, 44 appearances, uh, league championship. You know, number retired. So Birmingham City, oh God, Birmingham. Uh, stay classy. Shit how are you uh, going on at Birmingham City. Uh yeah, they they have been shit for a long time and will continue being shit. And a joke club. Uh, <laughs> second point is, uh, last year I mean last year last week or last podcast, uh, we have our uh, sweet prince Jonathan. Um, uh, this is a shout out to you. I know you're trying to pick it back up for success right now, uh, sir. I'm getting at that point. Uh, coach is no longer coach. He got fired. Um,
0: <laughs> coach is taking some time off. He's he's in the Poconos right now. He's in he's in PA for uh, American yeah. listeners. He's like Kike Setien He's 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 with the with the with the deer. Uh, he uh, rethinking his managerial career.
2: <laughs> he'll uh, yeah he was let go by Juventus today. He says it was by mutual consent, but I know he's lying. Um, I wanna uh, <laughs> 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 um oh I wanna shout him out. I know he's going through a tough time right now. You know uh it's coach. I don't know if we can still call you coach after this, but. He to, he tells let's me let's that, call him Wanker. <laughs> he, he tells me he's going to get a 9-to-5 job right now, so that pretty much tells you where his coaching career is going. So, <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> when, you, when you get to this part of the podcast, Jonathan, I want to say I appreciate you. Um... I don't know why it sounded like we we're like, you know, we're never going to see you again. But, you know, RIP, you're not dead. You're just not with us no more. So, shout out to you. <laughs> He'll be back next week. Oh, my God. That I mean, I, to- I mean, I listened in the Poconos because then you know he's, he's not going to be around. Like,
0: yeah, he might actually go there for hiding to try to rethink his managerial career.
2: Yo, if Chelsea lose, he's not going to be on the podcast. I, hate- I can guarantee not, you that.
0: A- <laughs> I- God, don't jinx it, Shady. I'm going to be so mad if you just jinx it. I'm going to be so mad.
2: Hey, bro. Look. I love, I love I love our old coach, but you know I I really I worry about him sometimes.
0: <laughs> I hear you. Okay, guys, we're gonna have to end it there. Uh, thank you so much. It's been Yankees on the Prem, and also just want to note that we are now on Instagram, and our Instagram is Yankees on the Prem. That's all one word. Uh, we're also on Spotify and iTunes. Same thing, Yankees on the Prem. All of our seven previous episodes are up there now, and uh, we're hoping to interact with some of our fans, and we're hoping to hear get some input from you guys, and. and uh, communicate with you guys so we're looking forward to that and until uh, until next episode where we recap the grand finale of the Premier League. Stay safe everyone see you soon.